Good morning, Seekers. Hello, ladies. I hope you're all having a good day. <clears throat> I'm having a morning. And the Lord is meeting me here. <laughs> all right, so I am going to just... Okay, I see somebody's on, so it looks like I'm good. Good morning, Melissa. Um, I... Okay, I'm going to dive in. I can feel a sneeze coming, and I thought for sure it was about to happen. It's not here. So, hello. Welcome to the Sunday Seeker Sesh. I am excited about this week. Now, listen, I know I say that every single week. I say it all the time because I just I just love the iteration of this project, of this program. Good morning, Deanne. Um, but you have officially made it to the fourth week, the final week of phase one. Okay, good morning, Bobby. Um, you're there, like you are right there. We are, this next coming week is our last week, like I mentioned, in the first phase, which means that we're going through, we're starting tomorrow on day 22 through 30 of this program. And I see others joining, but I can't see who. Okay, Crystal, good morning, Crystal. I saw your little picture pop up. So I'm, I want you to get excited about this week. There's a lot going on right now in the Seekers Method that you need to know about. And so today, that's what we're gonna talk about. So, like I said, get excited about this week because this is your fourth and final week in phase one. Phase phase two is coming up. It's right. Good morning, Penny and Lisa. Hey, ladies. Um, um, phase two is coming up next week. This is our last week in phase one. Phase two is going to be amazing, which, which is why I want you to really dig deep this week, okay? Because phase two is going to be powerful. I'm going to make sure that we address any concerns or hesitations or reservations about all of the things phase two, especially about uh, meal timing and all of those things. I want you to get excited about phase two because this phase, phase two, is where many of the seekers in this program have felt God come closer. It is where they began to see change happen in their physical and their their transformation started to happen. Like it wasn't like phase two, you wake up and you're skinny and you're all done, keep going. No, phase two is where you start to see that all of the things that you've been doing in the physical, you're, you're starting to really feel blessed in the spiritual and you're feeling more strengthened in your spiritual strength so that you're able to start stepping into physical transformation, okay? So it all comes together if you have been doing the work, okay? I say that because some of you are really struggling and so if you are struggling, I encourage you to take a look at what's going on in your life, to assess where you might might be out of alignment with God's will, where your values might be off. And you've got this next week and you can even phase, you can even slowly phase into phase two. You don't have to be successful overnight, perfection, all the things. No, I want you to know that this is all about progress. Slowly ease into this. So this next week is our fourth and final week on phase one. I need you to just really pay attention to the seeker sesh today because I'm going to guide you with where are you right now and are you prepared to start turning a corner, okay? To just kind of help you make sure that you can be ready and if you're not, what you need to do to actually be ready. So where are you on the program? So in the seekers method right now, this last week, by now you should have watched the vision workshop where I'm really helping you to 
to release control a little bit, to help help you to get a different perspective on things. And I did that through sharing with you a workshop called God's Vision. And it's where God just really wants you to see things differently. Another workshop, oh girl, I hope you watch this. It's called the Food Bondage Workshop. It's really where I help you to see things differently from in the physical and in the spiritual. It is powerful. And then the other workshop is the Phase 2 Prep Workshop. You need to, that is a prerequisite to Phase 2. So if you've not watched the others, if there's only one of the of these three this past week that you need to go back and watch, it is the phase two prep video. You need to have that as you prepare for phase two. Okay, so there are three things that we're going to be talking about today. The first one is I'm going to share with you three cautions. Okay, I've got three cautions that I need you to be in the know of, in the know with in the know of. Um, so get a piece of paper, especially if this is your first time around. If you're a tenured seeker, these are things that you're going to be well informed with, but you know, this is going to be a good reminder for you. I've got, so those, there are three cautions coming up. I have two decisions that I want to make sure that you're aware of that you need to make this coming week. And then there's one workshop that we're going to talk about. So we're going to start first with your two decisions. Okay. So the first the first decision that you need to make this week is um, <clears throat> phase one, like I mentioned, is wrapping up this, this coming week. This is our last week. The first thing that you need to decide is what are you going to change about phase two? Okay, so you need to know that as you approach phase two, um, you're able to, you know, possibly start adding in different foods. If you're doing Whole30, there are some decisions that you need to make based on what you could find on page 42 of the book. In the book, they do a, a really good job of helping you to understand as you approach this next chapter, I mean, because obviously the Seeker's Method is not in Whole30, but the Seeker's Method had, has Whole30 in it, what you need to decide is, are you going to slowly reintroduce foods in or are you going to fast track? So in the book, it tells you what a slow roll is or a fast track is. Again, refer to page 42 of the book. It's where you're able to, if on phase one, you did Whole30 compliantly or you did another program compliantly, maybe keto, maybe phase two is where you slowly allow another food group in. Now I need to caution you about this. <laughs> um, a lot of women just want to jump into fast track. They are like, oh, give me back some cheese. <laughs> I miss my cheese. I want to encourage you that the women I have seen succeed in this program have leaned toward the slow roll. You need to do what's best for you, um, but the slow roll really optimally sets you up for success. I know you want to be at your promised land already. I know you want to be in the skinny pants. I know all of the things. So as somebody who is a few steps ahead of you on this narrow path right now, I encourage you that if you're feeling like you want to have new foods into your life again, slowly reintroduce them, okay? So maybe if you've been doing Whole30 compliantly or even sloppily and you've been omitting dairy, maybe just Maybe just this round of phase two, only allow a little bit of cheese, you know, something like that. Or maybe only allow a little bit of cream back, you know, or half and half back in only in your um, 
in your coffee, you know, whatever it is to slowly, because you really want to see how your body is going to adjust to these foods. You have no idea how much your body really has been fasting from standard American foods. And so I need you to know that there's a little bit of shock to your system if you just full bore, jump in on the deep end and start adding things in on the fast track. Okay, so two decisions, like I mentioned. The second decision, besides will I do slow roll or fast track, the second decision is, will you weigh in next week? Now, I know it is so hard to stop conforming to the patterns of this world. This world tells us that a measure of our success is based on a number. And I'm here to tell you that that's just a myth. That's just the way that we have conformed to the patterns of dieting. That is the way that we are tethered to this world. That is the way that we are controlled by a number between our feet. I encourage you to really pray about this and assess whether or not the scale has if, if you're going to invite the scale back in, because if you're somebody who is easily thrown off, I want you to see the way that the scale can be used almost as a weapon formed against you. Not all of us have this problem. I do. <laughs> I don't do well knowing how much I weigh. It's just, it's a weird thing. So I want you to know this is you on this weight loss journey. This is not you doing what Sherry Capilla says. Mm -mm. This is between you and God. Pray about whether or not the scale is invited. Some of you will want to weigh in next week as a barometer, as a measure of your success. Some of you might want to decide, I'm going to wait until the end of the Seekers Method. Whatever you do, do what is appropriate for you. And the, here's how I see not weighing in. Not weighing in is a gift I give myself to truly just be on this journey and spiritually seeking God. That's just how I see it. So I encourage you, pray about it. See what, what fits you. Could this hair be more in my, oh, what's happening? Okay, so those are the two decisions that you have this week. Will you weigh in and how, and how fast will you be and what foods will you be allowing back in, okay? Will you allow one food group in slowly or are you gonna add more of them in with a higher degree of frequency? So those are your two decisions. Um, the next thing is three cautions, okay. So the first caution I have for you as you start to step into phase two is this is not the time as you assess what foods you're going to allow back into your, you know, phase two back into your life. This is not the time to add in grains or sugar, and it's certainly not the time to start diving into a deep exercise program. And here's why, because we're going to start meal timing. And with meal timing, I need you to be in a place where you can be more fat adapted, okay? So having grains is gonna spike your insulin. Having sugars is gonna spike your insulin. You doing a lot of exercise is really going to make it very difficult for you while you're meal timing. I don't want you adding all of these things in and feeling like, you know, you've really gotta expedite this weight loss thing because even though you started the Seekers Method, you're not skinny yet. And here's what I need you to know. A lot of the skinny is going to happen as a result of you correcting your hormones. A lot of your hormone correction is going to happen in phase two as a result of you timing your meals. It just is what it is. I wish it were different. I It would be amazing. But this is the process. This is the method that God laid out for me and how I, despite hormones, despite being in my 40s, was able to and am still able to release the weight, release the um, 
the results of hormones, the results of, you know, going through menopause and stepping into menopause and stepping out of perimenopause and releasing night sweats and all the things. I want that for you. So I need you to know this is my caution. Do not, this is not the time to add in rice. This is not the time to say, oh, well, how about a piece of Ezekiel bread every morning? For No, it's not that time. Okay. It's going to come. That time is going to be here. But first I need you to be really strong in meal timing and all the things. Okay. Hopefully I'm still live because things are looking really weird on this live video. All right. So I'm going to keep moving. Um, the second caution that I have for you in these three cautions is you are exiting phase one. This is going to be a time that the tempter is going to knock on your door and say, it is time to celebrate, girl. Let's go out and have lasagna at our favorite restaurant. Mm -mm. No, thank you. Hello, Dan. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, this is not the time to go out and celebrate. There are so many women who have gone before you on the seekers method, and they know from experience that this is the time when they're like, oh, you know, uh, thank you, Bobby. Um, I can go out and I can, you know, do the things. I'm starting to feel all the changes. And no, <laughs> I mean, if you want to have a bite, have a bite. But I just I don't want you to be derailed and off track for like a week because of a, a decision like that. The tempter is going to come to you and he's going to say, all right, this is the time. No, I just need you to know that this is not the time to go and have, you know, a, a celebratory dinner. It just is what it is. Um, here's my third caution for you. Phase two is going to be so hard if your fuel sources are still you and sugar. Okay. And this is what you'll learn if you watch the food bondage um, workshop. If your fuel source is still your willpower and not God power, phase two is going to be hard. I don't want hard for you. So I encourage you to really dig in this coming week. If your fuel source is still a little bit of sugar, a little bit of grain, a little bit of pasta here and there, if that is still going on, phase two is going to be hard. I don't want it for you. Okay, so as we approach phase two, it's okay to be sloppy in your approach to phase two. And what I mean by that is the day we enter phase two, you don't have to be perfectly on phase two. You can slowly wean yourself or on-ramp yourself, if you will, onto phase two. It's okay. This is your journey, okay? Be spirit-led in this. Pray. If you've had a few slip-ups, if you've done a few family things where you had a few bites of pasta or whatever, I need you to know that in order to mealtime, if you're eating those standard American foods, you're going to have a hard time. I don't want you to have a hard time. So this last week, really step away if you're doing that. Um, start really, you know, instead of the rice, rice cauliflower, instead of the pasta, spiralized zucchini, maybe some spaghetti squash. You know the things. If you're having a hard time, get in here. It doesn't matter. We're not judging you. We will pray for you. We will give you recipes. We will assure you we've been on this. We've done this before. We've done it sloppily. We've failed. We've fallen flat on our faces. We've gone from narrow to broad and a moment's notice. We're going to help you get back on track. Okay. So those are my three cautions. Now is not the time to add grains and sugars and exercise. Exiting phase two, you're going to be tempted to have a, a celebratory dinner. Mm -mm. No, not today, Satan. Get out of here. Phase three, or the third caution is this is the time 
if you're noticing that you're still leaning on your willpower and you're not seeking God, if you're still leaning on those carbs from the foods, um, be careful as you approach phase two. All right. So now we're going to talk about phase two just a quick little bit. Um, we're going to talk about how to know if you're ready for phase two, okay? There are a few readiness indicators. So if you're not sure if you're ready for phase two, I want you to be aware of these readiness indicators. So if you're feeling right now like you're not really always hungry or you're waking up and you're not really hungry, that is a readiness indicator for phase two. You are Your body is starting to switch its fuel source from being dependent on sugar to being dependent on fat, on your belly, on your butt, on your neck fat, all the fats, okay? That's so exciting. <laughs> um, if you find that you're really only kind of craving the foods and tempted during your PMS week, that is a sign that you are starting to be ready for phase two. If you notice that your habits, like if you're blown away that you're going to bed a little bit earlier and it's easier to start getting up in the morning or you're doing your routines or you're prepping and things are starting to get, you are ready for phase two, okay? So I encourage you, if you're noticing that you don't have these readiness indicators, like I mentioned earlier, go slowly. Use this fourth week to really start preparing yourself. That doesn't mean you have to go back to the on-ramp. You have to go back to many weeks ago. That does not mean that at all. What it means is dig deeper, seek more fervently, pray for God to help you along this narrow path, okay? It just means there's still time, there's still hope for you, don't worry about it. You don't have to start over. You can enter phase two sloppily, but this is your caution, this is your warning time right now, that even if you're gonna enter it sloppily, I need you to come right now and be stronger this week, okay? So go slowly if you need to on phase two. But if not, and I don't want you to expect perfection, but if you are noticing that you have these readiness indicators, if your habits there are there, if your cravings are a little bit less, and if you're not needing to, if you're not constantly feeling hungry, you are getting ready for phase two. And I'm so excited for you because that means, girl, get those skinny jeans out of the closet. Get them out of hibernation. If you're like me and you store them under your bed, get them out of there. Maybe they need to be put in the washing machine. And I'm not talking going from an 18 to a four. I'm talking about just your step down pants. Get your pants ready. You're gonna need them. Phase two, anybody here can tell you. I mean, even little Penny, even little Penny in this Facebook group last night, Penny, you gotta, sh you gotta share that picture that you and Lisa shared with me last night. Penny was able to button her jean jacket. Y'all know how massive that is, okay? I have shirts that I have put on before that I wouldn't wear because I looked pregnant in them. And all of a sudden, like it has a side zipper, it zips up all the way. I have had shirts before with a side zipper and it looks really pretty and I can wear like a blazer or something over it to church and that side zipper is unzipped. And then all of a sudden, bam, phase two happens, meal, two, meal timing happens, zip it up. And I step up. Penny had that moment. Yesterday, she buttoned her jean jacket. We all know that. Penny, that is powerful. You and Lisa are doing it. I'm so proud of you. I can see all the names on here. You guys are doing it. I see all of the progress. I see your updates. I see our pri private chats. Just keep going. Sloppy success will work. Okay, so the one, I mentioned, I mentioned three, two, one. The one this week is we have one workshop this week.
and it is called The Hidden Key with Derek Prince. Okay, if you don't know about Derek Prince, if you don't know about Derek Prince, this workshop is going to open your eyes and introduce you to a powerhouse for God's kingdom. This man was amazing. He opened my eyes and taught me so many things. Oh, so many powerful revelations. And so in this particular workshop, workshop, it is the hidden key to spiritual fasting. You need to watch it. Hit play. It can be sloppy. Hit play. Come back to it. Do whatever you got to do. The other thing that you're going to see this week is you're going to see a lot of fasting testimonials. I'm going to be sharing with you things that um, Deanne has said, that Penny has said, that so many of the seekers who have gone before you have shared about their reservations and apprehensions about meal timing, about fasting, how they thought they couldn't do it. You know, I mean, you're going to learn so much. And what I want you to know, as we start to lean into meal timing, as we start to lean into fasting, all of these things is you're going to have these concerns because maybe, you know, you've tried fasting in the, in the past, but maybe you weren't able to fast if you're like me. Because you were trying to, or you were being shown how to fast cold turkey. You were being shown how to fast without first understanding how to prepare your body and your spirit and your heart and your mind for fasting. You have been prepared from the on-ramp and through phase one to step into fasting. And so what I need you to know is as you have questions this week, I'm going to give you an opportunity to not only see how other women who have had questions and had reservations about fasting, how they've gotten over their fear, but I'm also going to give you an opportunity to ask questions. And then next Sunday, I'm going to answer all of those questions for you. So you're going to see all of that naturally pop up and happen in the Facebook group this week. So my parting words, the things that I want to leave you with today are powerful This is straight from the word of God. You know our scriptures today. One of the scriptures we had today in the the Seeker Daily Post was 2 Corinthians 12.10. And I love this scripture, like to the point where I was almost late to the Seeker Sesh this morning because I couldn't stop reading 2 Corinthians 12. (laughs) So in 2 Corinthians 12.10, this is where Paul says to us, I take pleasure He's talking, oh, it's just so good. I take pleasure in my weaknesses and hardships and in all of my troubles and that I suffer for Christ for when I am street, when I am weak, then I am strong. That is powerful. I'm encouraging you this week, ladies. I know for some of you, you've been on this journey for a while. I encourage you, if your weaknesses have gotten, have fallen off of your radar, like you're not paying attention to your obstacles every week. You're not looking at where you're weak. I encourage you to identify your weaknesses on this journey, in this new season of your life, and to pray into them, to give God, to actually just give God a chance to show you his power, okay? Not your power yet, but to show you his power and what that can do and how he can do a a work in your weakness with his power. He wants to show, but you have to invite him in on this journey. And to let the power of Christ, oh, just resonating in even that sentence or marinating with it, let the power of Christ work through you, even on this weight loss journey. This is gonna take practice. You giving your weakness to God and surrendering it and praying in anticipation of your weaknesses, because you know what's coming up this week. 
there are holidays, there are foods, there are temptations, there are parties, there are things coming up this week that will tempt you. Anticipate it and pray into it. Invite God into it. This, for a lot of us, this takes practice because we're so used to just mustering through with our willpower. Don't keep expecting that you are suddenly going to be stronger. Instead, let God's grace be sufficient in your weakness. I mean, you know my story about creme brulee. I prayed in advance. I had no strength in my flesh. I even sat down in that chair and I ordered that food. And God's, God's grace was sufficient because he was able to slap it out of my hand by way of that waiter coming back and telling me, sorry, we're out of the, the creme brulee. His grace is sufficient in your weakness. So pray in advance. He's going to meet you where you are. You have to invite him along on this journey. Your job here is to seek him, okay? It's to pray and to believe and to trust. He teaches us that his power, not our power, his power works best in our weakness. So identify your weakness, give it to him. And then pray. That's how you give him your weakness. You pray into your weakness. You believe that he's going to meet you there and then you trust it. So invite him into it. Don't just focus on, on just being in your power, in your willpower, that you're suddenly going to be stronger around the food. No, that's not, that's not going to just suddenly happen. Not yet. He is making you stronger. Okay. But he's, He's asking you right now, this is a process, a journey and unfolding right now where you need to strengthen your relationship with him. Okay, this is about you strengthening your relationship with him and his power will be demonstrated in your life around your food. So give him a chance to let this happen. Okay, this is an opportunity for you to let him show you in your weakness where he has power and he is going to make you stronger. So get excited about this week. Dig deeper into this week. Do what you need to do in this week. Anticipate your weaknesses. Go deeper with him. If you're struggling in any way, come into the group. We're going to cover you in prayer. Ah, God is so good. And if he can do this for me and for so many of you on this live right now, he's going to do it for you. So just invite him in. Start just going deeper with him. It's going to be a powerful week. I cannot wait for you to get to phase two. All right, ladies, have an awesome, awesome week, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.